this, 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 this show is brought to you by Safety FM. Have you ever been married to your career? And has that career interfered with your personal relationship, including your marriage? And sometimes it just feels like you're married to your career. Welcome to Married to Safety with Josh and Kayla Caldell. Hello, everybody. This is Josh. And Kayla. With Married to Safety. I, I switched it up there. Yeah, I did a did. new thing. Yeah. I did a new thing. It was awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, that kind of messed everything up. But we're going to keep going. So wherever you are and however you may be listening, thank you so much for joining us today. And we're going to start today's show with some breathing brought to you, sponsored by Kayla with SLI <laughs> and Lolly, who is watching us ever so nervously from the back of the room. We are real people, and this is done in our studio home. So if you hear crazy stuff, that's just life happening. Studio that's good. home or home studio? Let's just go ahead and breathe. Okay. So let's go ahead and relax your shoulders. Roll them around just a little bit and release some of that tension. Make sure you're breathing from deep in your stomach and not just from your shoulders. Belly. Yes. Breathing from your belly. Let's go ahead and take a big deep breath in through the nose. All the way to the top. Hold it. Four, three, two, one, and release. Let's do that one more time. Just all the way to the top, in through the nose. Go as high as you can go. Hold it. Four, three, two, one, long release. Let all that out. All those tensions. Let it out. That's so Josh, here's by the way. here's here's a crazy thing about that, and and I think this is what people struggle with, and and I struggle with it, because before I learned how to breathe, which is a weird thing to say in real words out there, I didn't understand that I was having a hard time exhaling because I was letting it all out too quickly. Mm-hmm. So the Brandon Epstein taught me to create a little bit of mm-hmm. a little bit of what do you call it friction. Putting your lips yes, together. Notice you had to learn that from someone else because he won't listen. I won't to me. listen to you because no. you're you're difficult to listen to sometimes. Really, you are. You're so mean, so anti Josh oh. on so many occasions. Okay. So here's what we talked about last show. It was pretty interesting. It was a it was a heavy concept, and it was about opioids. And it was about you know Kayla's personal struggle with endometriosis. You know some personal stories about things that she's gone through, and so. Kind of in our alternative lifestyle as far as, you know, um, it relates to going to the doctor and how we approach things. And so I thought what we talked about today is, you know, if you find yourself going down a path that you don't like, what are some alternatives? And I'll give you an example. And, and Kayla's going to kind of head this up, but I'm just going to kind of kind of feed the fire a little bit. So, you know, there's a lot of people that go to the doctor for a pill a get better quickly, right? And I definitely used to be one of those people. And I could very potentially still be one of those people. But I I, you know, used to go to the doctor, it's like, hey, something hurts. I want something, a pill to fix that thing, and that thing goes away and I'm better, right? And so a lot of people go to the doctor and they're hurting. They get an opioid or something else and it affects their life adversely, right? And then they go through a spiral of addiction or they get off the opioid successfully, but they don't really realize what sent them there in the first place. You know, what caused the issue, right? So 
we've talked a lot about weight. We've talked a lot about, you know, your mental stability and things like that. And I know this, when I'm stressed, I eat. When I eat, I get bigger. The more I get bigger, the more I eat, the more stressed I become, the more I crave sugar, the more I crave things that I normally don't do. Mm-hmm. When I don't eat well, I don't sleep well. When I don't sleep well, I don't eat well. It's just this, as you like to say, it's a spiral. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you're talking to people that are, are struggling with something, how do you help them understand that it might not be that knee pain that is the primary driver of their issues? How do you mm-hmm. delicately unpack that with some of your clients? Yeah, so there's so many things here, you know, that are factors. And um, it really, we ended the last show by me telling you that I I called my doctor and said, either do something for me or check me in to a mental facility because I I just couldn't do it anymore. And, you know, the time went on with that. I mean, I, you know, I, of course, dated other people in between that time and you, then I met you, and then... You know, it's. I had <laughs> that to, sounded so so <laughs> odd the way you made those words come out of your mouth. Well, Either way is good, but now we're happily married. Why is it odd? Because, <laughs> well, you had to tell people, you know, and I had to tell you, and this did cause issues with me in in relationships. And you were very understanding because you're amazing. I'm in love. Oh, I'm just in love. Yeah, that's it. And so um, he was amazing, but I don't, you know, I did not have always have that respect from people that I dated um, to understand. Josh, I don't know, he was just kind of cray cray because I would like I I would tell him things like, "No, I'm just, you know, doing something at home tonight," and he would just show up, and I would be like, "I didn't want to tell him like, dude, I'm." puking my guts up here like I'm not gonna go out with you tonight I probably lied because I didn't want to tell you exactly what was going on but then you tricked me into getting a pug and then it all went downhill from there it just Whatever. the whole thing was that crazy. has nothing to do with this yes, it was. but but the thing is is I did eventually tell him which he thinks is so funny but he's like I, I said I don't really like to plan things that more than 24 hours <laughs> advance he thinks that this still is so funny but with my life the way that it was that's just how I had to live I never knew how I was gonna feel in 24 hours and I didn't like canceling on people so it was true for me it was real and so um so I did I did eventually have surgery. After I called my doctor back, I had my first surgery. They discovered that I actually did have a severe case of endometriosis, like a very bad case of it. And now I think it's like rated and all these things. There's so much that has changed about this and about the diagnosis and all of that. But, you know, um, just recently Josh sent me something that he had seen about a person somebody asked someone what's the worst death that you've ever seen like you know whatever and it was um a a girl a young girl that had um just suffered all of her life with like all these things said she was in pain people called her crazy whatever she died at a very young age and they did an autopsy and she was like covered in endometriosis. And he sent that to me like, wow, okay. You know? And I'm like, yeah, I can see that happening. And so it does, it really starts to affect your, 
your mind. And so after they diagnosed me, I felt much better with that, but they still tried to give me lots of things to control the pain, to control my mind. And I had to just talk myself down from that. And so I know you're wanting me to talk about how I can, how I use this to coach other people, but this is kind of how I use it to coach. We always use our own experience. And we've talked about this before. After I had my hysterectomy, I went back for my six-week visit. Six-week visit. Okay, think about that. Six weeks after a major surgery that I almost died. It was like horrible, horrible surgery. They did leave my ovaries because I was so young. And I went back six weeks later and I already had cysts. And so he's like, Kayla, I'm going to have to put you back in surgery. And I just was like, no, I think I'm good. He's like, Kayla, where are you going? I'm like, I'm just, I'm good. I think I'm good. <laughs> and so that I was a weird there. time in our life. It was that so was weird, weird but I was so done. I was done with medication. I was done with surgeries. I was just done. So I left there and because Xavier was in, um, karate he was three and he did um karate then and across from there I had seen an acupuncturist and I really didn't even know what to expect from an acupuncturist I had never done anything like this in my life and I just walked in I burst into his place and I said hi I'm Kayla and he said I'm Dr. Yi and I said I am going crazy I I need help. And he was like, okay, come lay on my table. Tell me what's going on. I said, I have endometriosis. I'm already in pain. I just had a hysterectomy, blah, blah, blah. And I remember him saying to me, okay, I think I, I think I shrunk it. I think, (laughs) and I'm like, what? But I think this is a good time to maybe interject a little something for everybody to understand because Sometimes even when I hear you you talk, it's yeah. it's hard for me to to kind of really really understand where we were in our life, right at that mm-hmm. at point in time. And people think, and they might they might hear this this show and be like, "Well, listen to these two wealthy people. All they ever do is talk about all these you know alternative medications." So I want to be really clear, and we don't mind telling people about our no. financial history either, right? No, there were some dark, really, really tough times in our life financially. And this happened to be one of them. Yeah. This was in a time when, you know, we always made sure that Zave had everything he needed. Mm -hmm. And her parents and our family did a great job of really always supporting us Mm -hmm. with Zave, right? Mm -hmm. Yes. But one thing that Kayla and I had always done is we'd sacrificed everything. And just to make sure that we could get by. Right. Right. And it became clear that this was no longer going to be an option. So we actually had to sit down and talk about a budget, what we were going to cut out of our life Mm -hmm. so that Kayla could get alternative medication. Yes. Right. So that we could go down a different path. And that was, we're talking like, I think it was like $50, $50, $60 when I would go and he wanted me to come like, in the initial part, like, he wanted me to come twice a week, and we just couldn't afford it. Yeah. And he was like, I want you to come. He was so great to me. And I think and all we did was, you know, we, we did as much as we could, and he, he supplemented us, right? Yes. I mean, he really was yes. a great he, guy. He gave me longer times. He knew that we, you know, couldn't really afford to be there as much as he wanted me there. 
So I just was very fortunate with that. However, let's just talk a little bit about the major storms that we're having in Orlando right now that you're going to hear in just a second because <laughs> they're rumbling behind us. Kayla's actually hungry and, and she's just covering up. <laughs> That's not thunder. But this is the thing that was very interesting about that situation is that Josh freaked out as usual. He's he's over there sugarcoating, you know, his we just didn't have the money, blah blah. blah. He oh, freaked, freaked out. out. Just he like absolutely every, freaked just out. Freaked out. He didn't believe in acupuncture. He didn't believe in a lot of things. But remember, we had insurance that we were depending on for all of these surgeries and medicine and we always ended up out of pocket for that. Oh, God, we met our deductible, oh, like, in like, January yes. most years. It was awful. We would always schedule surgeries for January. Yes. You know, and so uh, so I had that hysterectomy in March. And then six weeks later, I went to the acupuncturist. And then um, we, we finished out that year because, of course, we had already met our deductible with my hysterectomy, right? So we didn't really notice the difference. But when that next year rolled around... And I had been back to the doctor, and he had said, oh, your cyst is gone. And I wasn't as in much as much pain. And then that next year rolled around, and our, our insurance cleared out again. And Josh, about halfway through the year, was like, wow, we're saving money. <laughs> yeah. So, and it was tough because it, it, it's a spiral. You've heard us talk about spiral, right? Yeah. So, um, just being honest and, you know, because we didn't have a whole lot of money at that point in time, it wasn't because of that point in time, it was a series of decisions that we either made or contributed to that deteriorated our, our financial lifestyle. Kayla, when I met Kayla, she had the most amazing condo. It was stupid because she never locked the front door because people were always coming in and out, just friends. When I moved in, it was crazy. We had people that would just stop by. People would walk their dogs, and because we wanted to pet their dogs, they would just bring their dogs over to say hi. It was the perfect situation. And because we got pregnant, we decided that we needed a bigger house. you know. And, and so we ended up making financial decisions that were, were a part of the spiral. Of course. Which were my part of my issue. And the reason I'm telling this is because when Josh freaks out, yeah, it's, it's financial, right? But it's not like, you know, we, nothing had been done, you know, we, all this had just happened to us. We had contributed to it. So we, we kind of want to talk about how every decision impacts a lot of decisions. Sure. And when you're dealing with stuff like that on top of your illness, that can be just very overwhelming because I didn't want to take away from my son. I didn't want to take away from our life. We were already stressed. We'd moved to California. That was the big, big deal was, you know, this, Suddenly, it was much more expensive to live, something we were never used to. And and so, um, so yeah, like, we had made choices, but, you know, that's just Josh telling you why he was so stressed out. But, yes, I was very um, – I, I was happy to see, and, and I'm happy to tell you now that by consistently doing self-care that – I have managed, yes, I may not have any nutrients in my body, but I'm working on that. <laughs> so so here we go again, though, with this kind of the same thing, is right now we're spending a ton of money on my supplements that I have to have. 
However, I want you to know that a lot of people are big on supplements and things like this, and my doctor is not. She does. She only she recommends these, and you order them through her company, where she's sure that they are organic and all these things, which I feel very comfortable with. But she wants me off of these. She does not want me to stay on these forever. She wants me to get them back in my system figure out what's causing this, and then not do them again. So really let that sink in, too, because you don't always need all of these things. This is not something that I plan on. But we are we are spending a lot of money right now to get me back to where I need to be because I let my guard down a little bit, and I didn't take care of myself like I should have done with my endometriosis things. So, yes, when I am dealing with others and coaching others about these things, I really guide them into telling me how they feel. So I don't answer these questions for them, and I don't usually bring up my situation in depth until I've talked with them a lot more and let them kind of, you know, explain to me what's going on with them. But usually 90 to 95% of the time, when I have someone who's dealing with a lot of anxiety and stress coming stemming from some other pain, then I say, so where's the real problem here? Let's talk about that. And usually by asking a series of questions, they answer that for themselves and they realize that they're not being honest with themselves about what they are eating um, they're not being honest with themselves about their stress or anxiety or, you know, whatever they're dealing with in their life. And we have no idea how stress and anxiety and those things really do affect what's going on inside. And it is. It's a never-ending saga. So, you know, mine started with some pain, and then it started to affect my friendships and my relationships because I was always uh, canceling on people and and I was like just never really the same I didn't know who I was going to be it it made me crazy inside to think well I don't know if I'm going to be able to do this wear this you know because I I would seriously go up like a size sometimes because I would be so swollen and I still do that sometimes so it started with that, and I started to realize that I was gaining weight, and that was starting to affect me. It was starting to affect me, um, you know, after, like, a while, it really started to affect our relationship because of sexual th- reasons. Like, I would have a lot of pain, and that is, that's really hard on a marriage. It's hard on any relationship, and it still is. It's a hard thing for me, and... I have a lot of things going on in my head like, oh, this is going to hurt. This is bad. I don't want to do this. I mean, it just it starts to make you really crazy. And so I had already chosen to not do painkillers because they were thrown at me all the time, especially with surgeries, but really just because I said I was in pain. They were just going to throw some painkillers at me. And I was smart enough to not do that. And I was smart enough to realize that it was going to my head. And I I had to really talk myself down. But at the time, 
I didn't have the tools that I now have. And so what I really do in coaching people is encourage them to step out of their box. I encourage them to really ask the question, where's my pain stemming from? Am I covering this up with something? And what other path can I take? And we even go into finances sometimes because they obviously can't afford to do, you know, certain things, and that's an issue. And so realize that it really all comes down to honesty, being honest with yourself, and whether that be food, whether that be that maybe yours, your problem started more with your head and with your sanity and with your anxiety and stress, and then it started to cause pain, or whether it be that you actually have something physically wrong that is causing you stress and anxiety. I think you really have to dig deep and find that out and be true with yourself. And so once you've done that, I think that just really, really searching your soul and doing practicing meditation and practicing your spiritual beliefs and just really getting to know yourself is where it all begins. And I think that's where I was wanting you to go. You, you just said exactly what I was wanting you to say with the, the honesty, because I'll, I'll give an example and, and we'll, we'll bring this back to the workforce, right? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody just like me, 25 years old, you know, into the workforce goes to work and they twist their ankle mm-hmm. and they go to the doctor and they get prescribed something and it takes six to eight weeks to fully heal up. Right mm-hmm. now they're on light duty. Um, but what caused that ankle injury, right? Or did they drink too much coffee? Did, are they not sleeping enough? Did they, were they partying too hard? And so one minor injury like that can start you down a weird place, right? Because when you're right. recovering from an ankle injury, sometimes your hips and your knees start hurting too. Cause, and it's usually not on that same side. It's on the other side of your body because you're overcompensating for that injury. Well, with injury, a lot of time comes, you know, sit on the couch, get better, right? Mm-hmm. Well, what do you do when you sit on the couch? You eat a bunch of crap. And, you know, it's hard for you to make your own meals. So you're ordering a bunch of pizza and you're you're doing stuff that's probably not as healthy. So you may gain five or ten pounds. Well, then that knee injury starts hurting even more. And that hip injury and that whatever else is going on starts hurting more. Now you're going to the doctor for another injury. Well, now you're having a harder time sleeping because now you're in pain and all this stuff is happening. So your diet gets even worse. And that's where people tend to spiral. And that's where a lot of people spiral out of control. Mm -hmm. And then you do get to the point where you feel like, oh, I have no more control over this. This is just my body. This is just my body doing my body's thing. Mm -hmm. Well, in reality, it all started before that first injury, right? And so you have to be very, very honest with yourself. I lied to myself for so many years. I lied and lied and lied and said, I don't need sleep. I can go, I can do whatever. And you would see me deteriorate my mental, my physical. When we started getting eight hours of sleep, I've I've told people this a million times. It completely changed my life. I did not know what it was like to get eight hours of sleep. Mm -hmm. But I also know that I made the decision to climb a corporate ladder. And I made the decision to get up at 3, 3.30 in the morning 
you know, a three hour commute to work, work for 10, 12 hours, three hours on the way home because of traffic, and then try to squeeze in three hours of sleep. It's not sustainable. So you also have to take a look at your own lifestyle, what you're trying to accomplish and making sure that all that aligns. Mm -hmm. And if it doesn't align, it's generally your physical and mental well-being that's going to suffer. Right. Because, you know, I'm, I'm the poster boy for it. You know, got to pay the bills. Well, not all money's good money. And when you're working yourself to death, things compound. So I guess this, this, this whole show has been about, you know, let's talk about what the root cause is. Do you, are you really being honest with yourself? Are you just trying to go get that pain medication to make yourself feel better? Or is there something deeper? And my advice is if you're not getting what you need from your current doctor, find an alter alternative method. There's a million, especially in today. Today is so much easier to find alternative means yes, to, to get to get help. So, And in your situation, like with what you deal with more, I think you really have to say, do you really still have that injury? Or are you yeah. feeding something else because you, you've been out of work, you've... Maybe, you know, maybe even out of work. That, that's a really, that's probably what we're going to talk about next is all the things that you deal with more so than my journey and my path. And so, yeah, I mean, I will remind you, I think I've said this before, as far as I go and, and what, you know, people said to me, I do remember someone actually saying at that point, maybe you should not, maybe you should try cutting out sugar. Well, at that point in my life as like a, you know, high schooler or whatever, I mean, I thought that like, well, I'm not eating Twinkies. I'm not eating S Snickers bars, you know, like I thought I was doing pretty okay, but I didn't realize what I was putting into my body because that wasn't really a thing back then. Like, you know, I was just eating what I thought was normal. And now I realize that I could have changed that. And I definitely can change that now to kind of accommodate that. So you really, really have to do that. And I was listening to someone this morning that I really like. Her name is Shailene Johnson. She used to do some um, health and fitness stuff. And um, she said, maybe you don't need to go on a diet. Maybe you need to put your life on a diet. Yikes. That's interesting. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so maybe that's where we so all need to be. There's going to be some people out there that are struggling right now. And if they yes. are struggling, what should they just do? Just breathe. Everybody, thank you so much for joining us today. Wherever you are and however you may be doing it, have an amazing day and be well. The views and opinions expressed on this podcast are those of the host and its guest and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the company. Examples of analysis discussed within this podcast are only examples. They should not be utilized in the real world as the only solution available as they are based only on very limited and dated open source information. Assumptions made within this analysis are not reflective of the position of the company. No part of this podcast may be reproduced, stored in a retrieval system, or transmitted in any form or by any means, mechanical, electronic, recording, or otherwise without prior written permission of the creator of the podcast, Jay Allen.